0: Climate change threatens every one of us. But what would you sacrifice if giving something up could solve the climate crisis? We've done a big survey in every European Union country, in China, in the US, and in Britain, to find out what people are ready to do to fight climate change, to understand what solutions they think will work, and whether they're even worried at all about climate change now that COVID-19 threatens us. Then we spoke to experts about what it all means for the future of our planet, I'm Matt, and this is Climate Solutions. Today, the very philosophical episode. Climate change and post-materialism. Here's what happens when two of your three podcast guests are French. You start off talking about the differences between the attitudes of young people and old people in your opinion survey, and you end up talking about sociology and philosophy. So stick with me. We're going to start with some hard facts and end up with ideas That will have you thinking long after you've finished listening to this podcast. First, the facts. The European Investment Bank's annual climate survey found some interesting generational differences. You probably think this is all going to be about young people taking to the streets for climate protests and old people stuck in their polluting habits. Well, not quite. For example, 29% of Europeans with children said climate change is one of the biggest challenges they face. For Europeans without children, that number went up to 34%. I was surprised. I thought people with children would be more concerned about the future in which their kids would grow up. I noticed it again when we asked EU citizens whether the recovery from the pandemic recession should take the climate emergency into account. Once again, people without children were more inclined than people with children to say, yes, the recovery should be a green recovery. So, I asked Adelaide zulfi Karpasik, Director of Opinion Polls at BVA, the Paris company that carried out the survey for the European Investment Bank, what she made of that.
1: Uh, This is very surprising. I was surprised too, because um, intuitively, uh, we could have imagined that parents of children would feel much more concerned about climate change because of, uh, of its consequences for the future and therefore for the future of their children. Um, the impact of climate change on their lives and so on. Uh, So I was surprised and first um, I thought that this result could be maybe explained by the fact that people without children were mostly young people, so therefore directly concerned about the subject for themselves. Um, you know, I was, I was thinking maybe it's the people age uh, 15 or 20 or 13, and they don't have children um, at the moment. But my reasoning doesn't hold up because um, we don't really observe a generational affa- effect. Um, in Europe, for example, people age 65 and over, uh, quote, climate change, as much as those age... 15 to 13. So um, this, this was not the right explanation.
0: So what could explain it? Uh,
1: parents have other and more short term concerns. And for example, we can see in the survey that the, um, there are more of them um, fear the economic and financial consequences of the pandemic crisis. So um, uh, yes, you're right, they have other concerns. And as we say in France, um, I don't know if I can translate it directly, but we say that it is more difficult to worry about uh, the end of the world when you have to first worry about the end of your month.
0: So parents have what we might say are more material or immediate concerns than people who don't have children, and in particular, young people. That brings us rather neatly to the question we're going to address with some philosophy, which means we'll stay in Paris, of course, with Martial Foucault, director of the Centre de Recherche Politique at Sciences Po.
2: Yes, there there are many uh, uh, arguments um, coming from sociology, from political science, uh, showing that young people have many good reasons to to discuss environmental issues, not only between... uh, between each other, but also within the family, with friends, uh, with at the school. So there are many arenas for discussing such issues. But the paradox is, young people uh, consider that environment, climate change is a big issue and a, a, a much uh, important issue than unemployment or Okay, COVID-19 is probably just uh, the current situation, but if we compare to main topics, uh, main public issues, unemployment, um, uh, insecurity, or um, or uh, housing, education, health, we, we see that now climate change is one of the biggest uh, or most important issue for, for young people. And for me, the paradox is we don't, we don't necessarily uh, observe that uh, it's just uh, to, to like uh, the consequences of the democratization of education.
0: Martial relates much of the generational aspects of the climate debate to a concept called post-materialism. It first came up in the 1970s in the work of an American sociologist named Ronald Inglehart and it has been gathering steam ever since. To boil it down, post-materialism is about a change in society from a focus on our physical and economic condition to a more individual perspective that highlights self-expression. In other words, your material conditions, no matter how good they are, are no longer enough to make you happy. Now, if I try to connect
2: um, attention... Uh, f- from young people to uh, environmental issues regarding the post-materialist theory, um, I'm a little bit surprised to to see that in, in the same country we assume that uh, we assume we, we we observe that young people are concerned by environmental issues, but in the same time they are not concerned by something very connected to post-materialism or post-materialist values uh, in a sense of.
0: Uh, uh, liberties, uh, 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 civil rights, and so on and so on. So what could be driving this change as far as it concerns climate change? Martial noted that one of the big differences between life for young people in the 1970s and now is the big shift in the way media is produced, disseminated, and consumed. Uh,
2: now, yes,
0: there is a big pressure, uh,
2: and, and especially for um, um, liberal countries, uh, high pressure within families uh, in a sense that young, I mean, kids, children have introduced such issues within the family. It's not just a question about uh, economic perspective, uh, 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 be educated to get a job. No, that's not the big issue uh, in terms of discussion. Now, young people uh, are like the, the, uh, <laughs> the opinion leaders, uh, to address, to investigate, to discuss about such questions. And terms that is totally new. And what we are not really able to, um, to appreciate or to measure is to what extent young people are able to change opinion of all people on uh, climate change, uh, pollution, uh, uh, natural disaster, the causes of such phenomena. And, um, and 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 for me that's uh, I mean like a sociological uh, big sociological change how young people are now able to uh, to pay more attention within uh, I mean family within uh, private circle. Uh, such issues
0: young climate campaigners are not just concerned about climate change and ready to vote with a political party that seems closest to their views they're mobilized to go onto the streets and try to make that change
2: the ballot is not the only way uh, they, okay they could uh, they could be mobilized but in the same times they reject not the society as a whole they reject the way by which I mean, the main issue, the hot topic, are addressed, yes, by representatives, by politicians.
0: Because, for example, there are very few governments that include the Green Party, young people don't believe that society addresses their issue. So they have to find other alternatives, like demonstrating on the street and backing that up with social media. Now it's,
2: it's totally global. And if I have a... A deeper look on the survey, I'm very surprised that the movement uh, is, I mean, yeah, it's is totally global. A large spread of same values coming from young people, not only young people, but most of them are young to address uh, such uh, uh, pressure on the political system uh, to propose uh, to, to change uh, their uh, future life.
0: Subscribe to Climate Solutions so you don't miss any of the results of the climate survey or the explanations of our experts. You can also read the full results of the climate survey at eib.org. If you haven't listened to the rest of our series, go back and check out our episodes on how COVID-19 is good or bad for the climate or the price people are prepared to pay to stop climate change. Listen to series one as well. There you'll find specific things you can do to cut your carbon emissions from transport, heating your home, and even your digital devices. Thanks for listening to Climate Solutions from the European Investment Bank, the EU Climate Bank.